All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey. What's going on, America? Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is a breaking news podcast. Um, uh, literally in the wee hours of the night, um, Russia, in my opinion, has just started World War III. And, and, and I know that's a very extreme thing to say, um, but uh, n- not today, not tomorrow, um, but this is only the beginning of what's going to get far, far, far worse. Um, and we knew it. We called it here. Everybody called, everybody called it except the president of the United States mm-hmm. and the Biden administration. Where Everyone said Putin is fixing to invade Ukraine. And everybody just, it's like we all saw the train wreck coming, but Biden's driving the car and are driving the train, whatever. And um, by the time you listen to this, there's probably going to be more reports and more people dead. Um, as we speak right now, um, I, I posted a video on my Instagram today. There's missiles like literally like people are just walking down the street and there's missiles flying and blowing up buildings and you know, w- children are dead in the streets. Uh, soldiers are dead. Uh, there is combat, ground combat going on between the Ukrainian army and the Russian army. Tanks are rolling in, crossing the borders. It is it is full-out warfare, okay? Even to the point where the Ukrainian president has now declared martial law and they are arming the citizens to fight, This is an all-out war that has been declared on Ukraine. And it goes with what we've talked about. The reason this is happening is because Putin wants to reestablish the USSR, the Soviet Union. They do not recognize Ukraine as its own independent sovereign nation. And I am telling you that I am telling you that I am telling you right now that that is not all. Poland, all of these other places are on the list in the agenda for Russia. And it's just the beginning. And I'm going to do my best during this episode to tell you what we know, uh, what has led to these moments, and why I believe that this is the start, ladies and gentlemen, to a, call it whatever you want, World World War Three. I, I don't know, the, 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 the Russian... Uh, Chinese conflict. I, I have no idea. And yeah, I said Chinese and I'm getting to that here in a minute. You can call it whatever you want. This is bad. Okay. And we're going to talk about how this is 100% Biden's fault. And it's going to take a lot of restraint on my part to not say, I told you so. Okay. There's a lot of people online right now that are saying to every single Biden voter, this is on you. There's a lot of people right now saying to every single person that voted for Joe Biden in the Build Back Better agenda versus the America First agenda, are you happy now? There's a lot of people saying those things. I'm not going to say that. Well, I'm going to try not to say those things because here, here is what I truly believe. For the sane people that were blinded by the Biden administration, you know, you already know. That's why you're so silent. That's why 
you never see ever any build back better signs or BB three or B three hats all over the town. You never mm-hmm. see any of that stuff because they know they know that they've messed up. And, 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 and to be blunt, it doesn't matter. Right. I'm a big sons of anarchy fan. All right. That show. And in that show, one thing they do is like, yeah, so-and-so messed up, but, uh, you know, we're past that now. We got to get through what we're involved in now. Um, that's kind of where we are. Um, it's bad. Yep. And it's only 12 hours into it. And, and and I will admit, I went to bed last night, had no idea. I woke up and I had, <laughs> I had text messages and missed phone calls from Fox News, Newsmax, everybody trying to see if I was awake at two o'clock in the morning uh, because that's when everything started. Uh, obviously I was not on Fox this morning <laughs> because I didn't, I decided to sleep in today. That's the ironic thing. Uh, well, we're headed out of town this afternoon and I, I normally am up at like five, five thirty yeah. in the morning. I decided to sleep in today and this is what happens every time. Um, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to lead you into what has led to this first, because you need to understand how weak how significant first you need to understand how significant this actually is. Okay. Then you need to understand how weak this administration is. Then you need to understand how corrupt the media is. And then you need to understand what this means moving forward. And I'm going to try my best to break that down for you. Um, literally. And I understand that things are going to be different by the time you hear this. I understand that, but we're going to get this episode out to you as quickly as possible. Um, but first, it feels like an episode where we shouldn't, but unfortunately we have to. Uh, we got to get into a sponsor. All right. If you haven't heard, the world premiere of Daily Wire's Shut In reached over half a million views. That's right. Half a million views. More than a Don Lemon episode and currently has an audience score because we don't trust the critics. The critics... Well, they suck. The audience score is 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Daily Wire worked night and day to not just make this film, but to make it one worth watching. And guess what? They did it. While being directed by DJ Caruso, The Daily Wire produced a film, and it's really, really good. The film is now exclusively streaming for Daily Wire members. And if you're not one, you're missing out. Support conservatives making movies. Support movies without a woke agenda. Remember those? Support The Daily Wire and head to dailywire.com slash subscribe and get a membership today. Use code Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, for 25% off your new membership. This might be their first production, but it's not their last. The Daily Wire also released the new trailer for Hyperion's, an anti-superhero movie, and Terror on the Prairie, our new Western starring the amazing, uncancelable Gina Carino. That's right, from The Mandalorian, and it's coming this summer. So go to dailywire.com slash subscribe and get a membership today. Use code Graham for 25% off your new membership now. Okay, so first you need to understand how significant this actually is. And this is actually a statement from Mitt Romney, and I cannot believe I'm reading a statement from Mitt Romney, but the first paragraph of his you know attempt to be relevant is actually very relevant um because it shows 
the immensity of what has happened. And I need people to understand this. This is the biggest move that has been made in this regard since Hitler. Okay, and 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 I know a lot of people are like, we, you know, we've had Desert Storm, we've had all this other stuff. I mean, I'm not talking about conflict, I'm not talking about wars. I'm talking about the significance of this move. Okay, Putin's Ukraine invasion is the first time in over 80 years that a great national power has moved to conquer a sovereign nation. Okay, I need you to hear exactly what I just said. Okay, America had no desires to conquer Iraq. America had Mm -hmm. no desires to conquer Afghanistan. Okay, you see what I'm saying? There was a war there and there was a conflict, but it wasn't a sovereign. It wasn't a world power moving into a sovereign nation for the purpose of conquering that nation to become a part of the of the world power. Okay, do you understand the difference and how big of a deal this is? Russia has moved into Ukraine through acts of war, literal troops, tanks, Humvees on ground. There's videos of fighter jets, of Russian jets, Ukraine jets engaging in the air above the citizens. There's missiles being launched. This is war for the purpose of conquer, of conquering. Okay, not to conquer because somebody got out of line. No, Russia wants Ukraine to be Russia. Do you understand what I'm saying? It would be like Canada attacking us to try to beat us and then the United States becoming Canada. You understand what I'm saying? Like that is how big of a deal this actually is. It is a gigantic deal. It's the first time in 80 years that it's happened. Okay? If this was 1930s, like in Hitler days, we wouldn't know about this for about three, four days. Um, And then we would find out about it and Ukraine would have already fallen and it would be Russia. Okay? Um, In fact, I heard on Fox News, I was going to talk about this later, but I heard on Fox News today, they literally had a guy that's trying to get people out. And they're trying to, you know, get him to say what's going on on the ground. And he pretty much said, you know, it, it's it's horrible. It's war. Um, and and he he even said, like that, the, there's people fleeing, knowing that they can never go back, leaving mm-hmm. right now. And he said that, that that it's going to be horrible for the next couple of days, and then it's going to stop. Because Russia's going to beat Ukraine. Yeah. And then he he literally said the word. This is a Ukrainian or whatever they call themselves. This this man was born and raised in Ukraine. And he said, this is going to be horrible for a couple of days. They're going to win. And then I guess we're, I guess we're going to be Russian after this. Like that's literally what the man said. I mean, and I need you to just think about that for five seconds, okay? We're Americans, all right? Somebody rolls up in here. China rolls up in here to fight us, and we lose, and now we're China. Mm -hmm. That's how big a deal this is. How did we get here? Okay, we got here through weakness, okay? 
we got here through weakness. In 2020, during the whole election integrity stuff, everything like that, in 2020, uh, China takes Hong Kong, uh, and we did nothing. In 2021, the Taliban is literally handed Afghanistan, and we did nothing because we did that. Biden did that. In 2022, Russia is taking Ukraine literally as we speak. It can be argued that it's already been taken over. Uh, reports are coming out that that Russia has already taken out all air defense, all operational commands, all communications of every kind. Um, and I would not be shocked because I've heard reports that the Ukrainian president is not leaving. And basically, if they want Ukraine, they're going to have to kill him. I would not be shocked if within the next 24 hours, the Ukrainian president is assassinated or, or murdered and killed, uh, it would not shock me. Uh, and the reason I keep talking about China is because I truly believe that Taiwan's next. We talked about, we talked about this the other day. Um, and I'll get into that more in a minute. Biden is responsible for this. And here's why Biden is, not a cognitive person. Biden is a senile, in mental decline, old man. And everybody knows it. Okay, the Daily Wire is reporting that even Democratic doctors from old Democrat administrations is saying Biden needs to take a cognitive test. Now, he is obviously in decline. And what terrifies me the most is this is the person that's supposed to weighed these waters and figured this out. Biden's biggest thing that he did. This is this is why Putin, I saw I saw they're already trying to spin it to say that the only reason Russia has made moves on countries under three of the last four presidential terms. You want to guess the one term that they didn't? Trump Mm -hmm. And the left is literally, this is literally reports coming from left stream media outlets. Uh, uh, the Maddow blog literally says, Rachel Maddow said, uh, why didn't Putin make moves under Trump, but now is making moves under Biden? Because Putin was in bed with Trump and Trump was doing what Putin wanted him to do. What? 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 If he was in bed with Trump, then he would have just started all of his invasions. What are you talking about? Do you realize how ignorant you sound? The one president that there was literally no new conflicts of war in the past four presidential terms. No, more than that. Is because they were in bed with the... Do you realize how ignorant you sound when you say that? Anyway, this is where Biden made his mistake. Whenever situations like, and these are from foreign policy experts, okay? These are people that deal with this all the time. Biden's biggest mistake is he made it publicly known that there is no way, shape, form, or fashion that military troops on ground from the United States will ever happen. You can't say that publicly. 
even if the truth of the matter is, because look, I've said it again and again and again, I don't want troops on ground in the wars, okay? I don't. People should not want wars. But when you're dealing with someone like Vladimir Putin, who is on level in the same thought process of Hitler, he is literally, truly on a same mental capacity of this. Uh, Poland, all these other countries that were involved in the USSR before it was dissolved, etc. He's furious that they have uh, reverted or, or co converted to the majority of Catholicism <clears throat> in uh, Poland. All this stuff like, like this is becoming a religious thing on top of a territorial thing. This is very Hitler-esque what is going on right now. The difference is we have social media now and everybody knows about it in real time. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the difference here. Um, and then Jen Psaki, uh, basically, even if there was no intention of it, to not say all options are on the table in response, he gave Putin a free pass. Oh, okay, they're not going to do anything. He just said it. They're not going to do anything if we if we invade. All right. Call your bluff. And that's exactly what he's done. Jen Psaki confirmed this um, on Wednesday. I don't know if you know this. Today is Thursday. So mm -hmm. literally just yesterday, just hours before Russia launched a full-scale attack on Ukraine, the White House affirmed Biden's position. Jen Psaki said this. I don't know how many more times I can say it. There's no scenario. The president is not sending U.S. troops to fight in Ukraine against Russia. We are taking a range of other steps. I would say they're quite significant. They really seem to have worked. Really, really, really seem to have worked. Um, this has happened because... Uh, Donald Trump is not in office. And, and I've said it once. I'll say it again. This would not have happened if Trump was in office. Peace through strength is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Weak men create hard times. That is where we are in the line. I know you guys have heard it all before. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Uh, good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times, right? Like, like, like you've heard the, the thing. Uh, we are at weak men create hard times. That's where we are. Yep. Okay? I don't care what you have to say. That is where we are. Literally breaking news. <laughs> Ukraine to give weapons to women. Men, any citizen willing to defend the country from Russian invasion. What does that mean? That means that Ukraine is gone, guys. There is no, I'm sorry, I'm calling it now, and, and I hate to do this. There's no scenario that Ukraine does not fall and Ukraine does not become Russia. Ukraine's gone, okay? Ukraine is gone. They're going to fight for as long as they can fight. Mm -hmm. Ukraine is gone. And like I said, I would not be shocked if the Ukrainian president is dead very soon. I just, I just, I would not be. Okay, Ukraine is gone. But what does that mean moving forward? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. We're going to see a lot of videos here soon. We're going to see a lot of things, a lot of reports. It's going to be ugly. And we need to prepare ourselves. Gas, uh, uh, excuse me, oil hit 100 bucks today 
Um, it's going to get horrible for us. It would be really... Uh, I saw a tweet that we purchased 858,000 barrels of oil a day. Um, and if we had the Keystone Pipeline, it would create 838 barrels of oil a day. But for some reason, we shut down the Keystone Pipeline. I, I mean, every single thing that this administration has done has made us vulnerable for this kind of thing to happen in Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but let's talk about what happens next when Ukraine falls and it becomes Russia. Okay. It, there will be no more Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, I, listen to that. There will not be a Ukraine. There will only be just, it's just Russia. What happens next? Um, well, I'll tell you what's being reported. I'll tell you what I think. Um, but before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack. Thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold to protect the savings that you have to protect what matters to you and your family. And that is security when that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word Graham to 989898 now. Okay. All right. So what's going on next? So it's just confirmed that Biden just con- uh, concluded uh, a meeting with the National Security Council. Um, it is expected that Biden is going to make a statement and he's going to put on even more sanctions. And we'll talk about Worked why that's why that's stupid here in a minute. But but we actually had uh, a real expert go on Fox today, and they talked about what actually will happen next. Our military is not going to do anything right now, okay? This is what's going to happen. Our military is not going to do anything right now. I would not be shocked if you don't see any statements publicly from the Pentagon. Maybe you'll get like a statement via letter or something like that, but I would not be shocked. I mean, I guess it could happen, but I would not be shocked if we don't see any press conferences from the Pentagon for the foreseeable future because what's going to happen is this is going to go to NATO, all right? NATO is a weak-spined, failed operation. It is useless, but this is what's going to happen. There are 40,000 NATO troops. They're called like ready force troops or something like that. 
and it will fall under the direction of the supreme leader or whatever of the uh, NATO ready force troops. What will happen next is uh, NATO will have to decide if they're going to deploy these 40,000 troops to protect, like I said, Poland and other surrounding countries, etc., because Putin is not going to stop at Ukraine. Mm -hmm. He wants all of it, and he wants all of it back. And he's not going to stop unless he does. Also, Putin threatens anyone. So this, so this is the lead up to this, okay? The, the lead up to this is simple. All right, so NATO is going to have to decide if they're going to put troops on the ground. Yeah, you ask how can this lead to World War III? Well, I'm fixing to explain it to you right now. Okay, NATO is going to have to decide. I don't know what they're going to do. I think that they have no choice but to deploy their 40,000 um, ready troops or whatever to defend other NATO allies. There's a lot of people that have already enacted Article 4. Um, it's bad, okay? And if Russian troops then get into war with NATO forces... And they conquer the NATO forces. They will take Poland. They'll take all the other surrounding areas. And then what do you do? Now, here's an interesting thing. This is Putin's uh, press conference that aired last night. Uh, where he makes an active threat. that He says anyone that tries to get in the way of what Russia is trying to do uh, will face severe consequences consequences never seen before all right so listen to this and then we have groundbreaking information about this video so check this out all right listen to this now you'll hear a bunch of mumbling and stuff that's putin speaking in russian but then there's going to be a translator coming on over this okay so here we go now the russian president vladimir putin is calling this a quote special military operation to protect donbass it is clearly bigger than that now he made a surprise appearance on state television calling for the demilitarization of ukraine blaming the government in kiev for bloodshed but said russian forces are not planning an occupation listen Whoever tries to interfere with us, and even more so to create threats for our country, our people should know that Russia's response will be immediate and will lead you to such consequences that you have never experienced in your history. All right. So he said it's just a special military occupational thing. They, they don't plan on occupying, et cetera, et cetera. And then 12 hours later, now we have full-out war. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the interesting thing. Reports are now coming out that that video that aired last night was recorded Monday. So he recorded that video on Monday. This is what we call propaganda videos for purpose of making your intentions unknown of what you actually want to do. This is what Hitler did all the time. This was Hitler's MO, okay? I don't know how many of you, I have always been... Uh, uniquely fascinated with World War II and how Hitler was able to pull off what he did like that. That was always something that's gone through my mind is how in the world did somebody actually pull that off? Well, he did it by blatantly lying and weak people unprepared for someone to be full of such evil. Just kind of like, okay, well, all right, you know, I, I guess that's not so bad. So, you know, we just got to take him in his word. Yeah. And, well, it turns out his word is useless. So now we have nothing to think except for 
that Poland and surrounding NATO allied countries are next. Okay? And I'm telling you, that's going to happen. And NATO, I, I mean, I'm literally telling you step by step what will happen. NATO will have to decide if they're going to deploy the 40,000 ready forces to defend those areas. If Russia then gets into ground combat with NATO allied ready troop forces and they conquer those forces by therefore taking over those countries and those countries become a part of Russia. Do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see how this becomes a big issue? All right, well, now I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, apparently well, we're going to do more sanctions, right? More, more, more sanctions. Um, and I'm going to tell you how useless that is here in just a minute. But before we do, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, I don't know about you, but I hate being lied to, which is pretty much every day as it happens here in America in 2022. It happens enough with the left that it shouldn't be happening with my food, but it turns out that 85% of the grass-fed beef in the United States is imported from overseas. Here's the lie, though. These foreign products are often labeled product of USA. Since they are minimally processed here, don't buy cheap, because that's why. They minimally process them here in America, so they're able to slap that product of USA on there. But you're really eating China meat. Stop buying cheap imported beef that lacks true flavor. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to cut through the misinformation and get 100% American beef delivered to your door today. That's GoodRanchers.com slash Graham promo code checkout for the latest specials. Okay, so I woke up this morning and Boris Johnson is giving a press conference. Joe Biden still has said nothing. Now, by the time you hear this, maybe he has. But as of 9.34 a.m. Eastern Time, Joe Biden has not said a single word. Boris Johnson says this. Our worst fears have come true. Putin has unleashed war on our European continent. We will do what more we can in the days ahead on providing Ukraine with defensive weaponry. With our allies, we will agree massive package of economic sanctions. More sanctions, right? More sanctions. Okay, so so what they're saying now is that the U.S. and everybody is going to remove Russia from NATO. Uh, uh, we're going to remove Russia from the SWIFT banking system. We're going to impose country-ending sanctions uh, on Russia, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's why sanctions aren't going to work. We've already talked about this. Russia and China, even though publicly China's like saying, oh, I can't believe Russia did this, da-da-da-da-da. Russia and China, I'm telling you right now, are in this together. Russia and China have formed a new super alliance, okay? You've heard it here first. I'm saying what they won't say on Fox News right now because they're too big of a publication and they can't dare have something like that. I'm saying it. Russia and China are strategically, uh, surgically planning every step of this together, okay? Russia could give a teetotal crap about your sanctions because he's got the backing Russia has the backing, financial backing, of China. 
China could give a crap about you being mad at Russia and them being attached to Russia. And it will come out that they are because Russia is providing China what they need for energy. Okay, we've already talked about that too. China is an energy dependent country and they need oil from Russia, et cetera, et cetera. This is a massive super alliance that is happening behind closed doors and publicly they're putting up smoke screens to make us believe that it's not. Okay, already, already, literally within 12 hours, Beijing in China has, why would they even say this? Okay, think about this for five seconds. What? Why even say this? Beijing announces within 12 hours of Russia taking on uh, taking over Ukraine, they announced that Taiwan is not Ukraine. Taiwan has been and will always be an inalienable part of China. Remember the last episode where I told you Taiwan was next? Why would China even feel the need to say something like that? So they're condemning publicly what Russia is doing but then they slide in there oh by the way just just in case you guys didn't know Taiwan is not actually its own country it has always been and will always be China don't you find that odd am I the only one that finds that odd can I, I think it shows what their plans are why would you why would you no that's the worst part of all of this is these secret things are not even secret they are literally saying them out loud. And everybody's just like, oh, I guess, you know, we'll wait and see what happens. Well, they know no one cares. They know there's going to be no repercussions. Okay, so how does this all go back to world, to, to the creation of World War Three? Okay, a lot of people don't realize that the lead up to World War Three actually being World War Three was years in the making for it, right? It was strategic moves that eventually led to all-out war, Okay. This is the first step for that, okay? I'm laying it all out for you here. Ukraine will fall to Russia. Ukraine will become Russia. Unless Ukraine pulls a straight-up revolutionary war and women and children and dudes pick up pitchforks and stuff and they're able to just whoop Russia, which I just don't see happening, Ukraine will be Russia. NATO will have to decide if they're going to deploy the 40,000 ready troops. And I am telling you that I am telling you that Putin's real plan is he's going after all the other territories. Mm -hmm. If they deploy the 40,000 NATO troops and Russia gets into ground combat with these 40,000 troops, killing them and conquering them and bringing all these other countries into Russia, and then China, therefore, does the same thing to Taiwan because they're in it together, what happens next? Now you got Russia and China National superpowers that have invaded and conquered other sovereign nations. What do you do? Not to mention, <clears throat> uh, you know, the UK, Germany, all these other countries are right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we here as Americans, we forget that, yeah, we've got it slightly different because we're on a completely different continent than all these other people. Nobody gives a crap about Mexico and nobody gives a crap about Canada. Sorry, Canada. 
I'm just, it's just the truth, okay? In terms of war, no one ever has said the words, oh, what about Mexico? Oh, <laughs> what about Canada? Nobody cares, okay? They just don't, all right? This is how World War Three starts. And I have literally laid out the foundation for you of how it will actually happen. If we don't do something to stop it. And so a lot of people are like, oh, we can't send ground troops and stuff. I, 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 I would have agreed three, four months ago. But as I've said multiple times, even though I don't want it, I'm afraid that the ball is too far rolled down the hill yeah. for it to be any other. What are you going to do? Sanction Russia? They don't care about your sanctions. Ben Shapiro said this, and it's, and it's rather long, but I'm going to read it because He's right. And when he says the West, he's talking about us. Okay. Because, you know, America, every other person, uh, every other country calls us the West, right? That's who, that's who they're talking about when they say the West. They're talking about America. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's what Shapiro said The West is consistently under the grave misimpression that other countries think like we do. Thus, Because we have become materialistic above all else, if we levy sanctions and threaten lifestyle harm, other countries will cave. This is completely and utterly absurd. Okay, because that's what we're doing. When we impose sanctions, that's what sanctions are. Sanctions is to hurt your wallet, right? Mm -hmm. And to hurt your economy. Because Americans... Now view our comfort over everything else. We believe that other countries are the same, right? These dictator countries do not give a crap about hardships that their citizens have to go through. Yeah. So they could care less about your sanctions. Putin, this is what it says further. Putin will happily trade some short-term economic sacrifice for rebuilding an empire, the USSR. China will gladly undergo some trade sanctions to take back Taiwan. Iran will cheerfully be exercised from global trade to destroy Israel. Orwell correctly said this about Hitler in 1940. Let me read this here. Also, as he grasped the falsity of the hedonistic Sorry, a lot of words in here. Attitude to life. Nearly all Western thought since the last war, certainly all progressive thought had assumed tactically that human beings desire nothing beyond ease, security, and avoidance of pain. In such a view of life, there is no room for instance for patriotism and the military virtues. The socialist who finds his children playing with soldiers is usually upset, but he is never able to think of a substitute for the 10 soldiers. 10 pacifists somehow won't do Hitler because in his own joyless mind, he feels it with exceptional strength knows that human beings don't only want comfort, safety, short working hours, hygiene, birth control, and in general common sense. They also at least intermittently want struggle and self-sacrifice, not to mention drums, flags, and loyalty parades. 
However, they may be, as economic theories, fascism and Nazis, are psychologically far sounder than any, uh, I don't know this word, hedonistic? Hedonistic? Yeah, conception of life. The same is probably true of Stalin's materialized version of socialism. All three of the great dictators have enhanced their power by imposing intolerable burdens on their people. Whereas socialism and even capitalism in a more grudging way have said to people, I offer you a good time. Hitler has said to them, I offer you struggle, danger, and death. And as a result, a whole nation flings itself at his feet. Perhaps later on they will get sick of it and change their mind as at the end of the last war. After a few years of slaughter and starvation, greatest happiness of the greatest numbers is a good slogan. But at this moment, better an end with horror than a horror without an end is a winner. Now that we are fighting against the man who coined it, we ought not underestimate its emotional appeal. There is a reason, this is Ben Shapiro, there's a reason that Stalin is still the highest polling leader in Russia. In her Nobel Prize winning uh, oral history, secondhand time, Svetlana Alexievich, sorry, excuse me, that's the other thing, (laughs) quotes a former communist factory worker imprisoned and beaten half to death by the regime. A year later, he was released during World War II. He met his interrogator and told him, we share a motherland. Crazy stuff. As an old man, the imprisoned worker said, when I go into my grandchildren's room, everything in there is foreign. The shirts, the jeans, the books, the music, savages. I want to die a communist. That's my final wish. And then Ben Shapiro finally says this, the West is failing because it is not only... The West is failing because it not only doesn't understand why other countries feel this way, but because we ourselves have given up on any belief in a higher purpose. That's the most powerful part there. We used to believe that America's purpose was to be the shining example of what a country could be. Mm -hmm. When the focus was freedom and the willingness to be the shining light Some people call it the big brother, the beacon to the rest of the world, that if you are an enemy to freedom, if you believe in dictatorship rule, we will find you, just like I said last episode, like the the, the quote from Taken, we will find you, we will hunt for you, and we will kill you. We've lost that. And the whole world sees it. They feel it and they know it. And now you're seeing what happens. These are the steps. This is what goes down. This is this is how three years from now we're in World War III. Mm-hmm. These are the steps that go down to lead to those roads. And the saddest part about it all is the only reason we're here, and yes, I will say it again, the only reason we're here is because we allowed an election to be stolen from us. That is why we are here. 
People often say elections have consequences. Well, I will say a stolen election has even graver consequences. It's going to be interesting next couple days, guys. I hope, I hope that none of this becomes a reality. But as of this moment, everything that we thought could be worst case scenario is happening. So right now is a time to pray for the world, uh, pray for our world leaders. I have not high hopes in any regard, but we should pray nonetheless. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.